Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. Most incendiary show on these airwaves. You tune in for the politics, you never know what you may stay for. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined by my friend and yours, our favorite white liberal. Uh, Kim Wade says, calls it psychobabble. <laughs> Sean York Cron. Yeah, speaking of that, I was at uh, my buddy's house last night watching some of the election stuff, and he's a big Kim Wade fan. And he said, he said Kim like messes with you on every other show. And I said, man, I love that because I mess with him in the gym all the time. You know, I think it, that's hilarious. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you what, and take it with a smile because <laughs> you definitely want him talking about you. That's what I said. I said, you yeah, know? bad press is good press, right? <laughs> Just let him keep on. He's, he's a great guy. Everybody doesn't know him. He's really fun. That's why I always get a chuckle out of uh, when my when my Jackson fan cl- the Jackson chapter of my fan club gets to bashing me and talking all kind of stuff about me. That uh, I'm like, please keep my name on your mouth. You know, like like the the my Insta the Save Jackson Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's become this cultural thing in in and of itself. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than any in one individual. I mean, I know I'm the person that posts the stuff, but like these Jackson young black anger addicts you know and, and white liberals and whatnot they're all there because they hate me but they love it and right. i, I kind of do too right you know what i mean it's like, it's, like the hate yeah i mean there's some people take it too far obviously but every now and then i'll throw them a bone you know and, and and like i did that i did a picture yesterday of the um the the white boat people the people that got their butts built on the board montgomery thing yeah and it was in front of a uh Will of Fortune deal, or was it Will, it's Will of Fortune? Oh, I think I saw and it that. Said, yeah, effed around, found out, <laughs> and I and I put the music because that's why I love Instagram. I can put music to it, and I put try that in a small town. Oh God, uh, they had to give me my props. Yeah, so, I mean it was you know I mean it's a good point. That's what happened. Yeah. But, uh, we got a call earlier. I think we got Mister Dixon here. Mister Dixon, Clay, how are you guys doing this morning? Man, I'm so glad to hear from you. How have you been? Man, trying to stay cool. Look, I have a question. I know you all got your format ready for something else. But no, man, we let don't me care. Ask, let me ask either one of you all. Do you all know anyone in the Republican Party apparatus for Hines County? Uh, not, not off the top of my head. I'm sure, I can, I'm sure I can find them. Well, the reason I'm asking is when I went to vote at my precinct yesterday morning around 745, I was... When after they checked my ID and everything, they just handed me a Democratic ballot. There was no Republican presence in my precinct. No, hmm. that's terrible. And this is like I'm trying to say: Are they riding off Hans County, or like I said, my mind tends to go conspiratorial every now and then. Was this a way to ensure Delbert Holzman's victory, or what? And I'm just, you know, letting you guys know to see if anybody else had a similar 
episode when they went to vote yesterday. No Republicans anywhere. I was just handed a Democratic Party ballot, and that was well, it. Mr. Dixon, you can call. I bet Pete Perry would know the answer to that. He's he's kind of in charge of a lot of that, so he was. But I, you probably give him a call. Okay, Pete Perry. Okay. Yeah, I'd give him a call. Hey, well, look, hey, look, before you, before before you go, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Biggest upset yesterday. What was it for you? There were a couple. I was. I tell you the one that I was most surprised about David Blunt's reelection because I actually thought Reverend Pickett was going to do a little bit better than he did. He came close, but not quite. But David Blunt, this was the first race I think he's had to run this hard in how many years has he been in the Senate? Yeah, I mean, that was the conversation that came up at the party, the watch party over in Rankin County. I was at last night. Was I, I, I said I said the same thing. I said I think a lot of people were worried about Democrats crossing over to vote for for Delbert. I said, man, there's some at least in Jackson, Hines County, there's some slobber knockers that uh I think they want to get in, and that was the race that I that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was surprised because I kind of I'm I, I'm afraid that the Republican establishment, the reason I brought this up, is working hard to ensure what. You all have talked about and Mr. Wade has talked about with I'm worried about what Mr. Holden is going to try to do up in Madison County because we can't continue to allow crazy, crooked politicians to ruin our standard of living. And that's just what's going to happen if he does what they are afraid he's going to do by merging those voting districts. Well, Madison County voted for it big time. Did Overwhelmed you see those numbers? They, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, I hate it. For, I, I hate it for the ones that didn't. But I have zero sympathy for those white collar country club conservatives that met Delbert at a dinner party before. It's oh, I got to vote for Delbert. But see, that's what I'm saying. Did they? I'm asking that question. Did they really vote for him? Because didn't he stiff Mary Hawkins' butler at a function last week? Well, the numbers were well, it was oh, what, twenty thousand or so. You got it shown. Yeah, I got it somewhere here. Right here, hold on a second. It's uh, it was. You got the Madison County numbers. Yeah, what I've got is ten thousand nine hundred and eight for Delbert, five thousand two for Chris, which is a uh, sixty-six to thirty percent. Yep. So they they overwhelmingly. I'm wondering how, how is that an accurate count? I'm sorry for being sounding conspiratorial, but it's almost like the fix was in from the word go. I got you. I, you know, I, I try not to get in on the fixed stuff on in, on statewide elections, but you know, you never know. Delbert was Secretary of State, so. Hello. Well, look, you all be blessed and have a good day, and try to stay cool. Thanks you too. Jason. You too. You know, speaking of that, I thought about that last night. I don't know. You and I were texting back and forth, and some other people, and with those Madison County results, and I think we all kind of expected a different result, considering about that judicial districting yeah. thing. But what I thought about too, I don't know if I texted you or somebody else about this, but. It kind of shows you who's got the power in Madison County because Mayor Mary went out for Chris, right? But Tucker, Sheriff Tucker, was on has been on a commercial for Delbert. It kind of feels like Tucker's kind of the political force in Madison County at this point. Yeah, and, and I, I was a little surprised. I, I, I'll even say slightly disappointed in Tucker because he came on this very show mm-hmm. to talk about that very issue. Oh, yeah, listen, sure. And, and then he goes and supported the guy who's bringing forth that issue. Let's take one more call. Hey, you're on there. Hello? Yes. Yes, he just asked, um, what's the guy's name that just called? Mr. Dixon. Yeah, Dixon. He asked, did anyone else have that issue that he had? And yes, my mother did. 
Uh, she votes in Jackson at Green Elementary, and they had no place for Republican voting at all. And so uh, I guess that's the question he was asking, did anyone else have that same problem? I mean, how does that happen? I mean, how does that happen? They immediately handed her a Democrat after she signed up. They handed her a uh, Democrat um, ballot, yeah, ballot, whatever, to to fill out. I mean, um, nothing else. Nobody else was there to give her anything other than that. Uh, And so, uh, big wheels keep on turning. Yeah. Lacey, how you been? I've been okay. Just working hard. Touche. But, uh, okay, well, you keep up the good work. Hey. You and Kim both. I love y'all. Thank you, Lacey. Good to see you every day. Love you. Stay, stay safe out there. All right. Speaking about some right. local races, I tell you what, did you see the I like her. David Archie thing? Yeah, I, I was, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, to me, that was the shocker. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I told didn't you, even know who he was running against. I didn't know who that guy was either until yesterday. And I saw, I think I sent you the picture and I put it on Facebook about there's a sign that says anybody but David that's mm-hmm. on Medgar Everest. And there's a website. I sent you the website. I didn't even know about this all till yesterday. So yeah. there was a pretty big groundswell for, you know, getting rid of him. Well, obviously. apparently, uh, Creedale, you know, wanted him gone. Did, okay. So, is that what it is? Let's take a call. I think we got Ryan on the phone. I mean, uh, we have Chertavius on the phone. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm all right, man. Um, you were speaking on the uh, the Hines County stuff, man, and I just moved to Hines County from Rankin County. I voted in Rankin County yesterday because uh, I haven't. But anyway, uh, so I'm now a Hines County voter, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, and I was asking uh, if you guys had the results for the, I think, Rakia Lumumba. Did she win? I think she, that's going to a runoff, isn't it? Yeah, she was losing when I... Went to bed last night, but I don't know what how that ended up. Let's see. I got the results here. Yes, it was. She was losing slightly, but I think it. You know, I think it ended up being a runoff. But I, okay. I have I have not checked this morning, so don't let me talk out of out of line here. I'm looking. We're both looking at results right now. Uh, okay. And while you're looking at that, the um, who's in and out, and as far as the uh, Hines County uh, uh, Board of Supervisors, because I couldn't. I went to sleep last night. Uh, you know that. David Archie's out. Yeah, and then then somebody else. Vernon Gavin was losing too. Yeah. So Uh-oh. a little a little turnover there ain't gonna hurt nobody. I mean, no, I, I, I like right. I like David Archie. <laughs> okay, so here's this Rakia Lamumba thing. Um, it doesn't mention there will be a runoff. It looks like um, Justin Gibbs got forty one percent. She got thirty one percent. I don't know. Does somebody have to get fifty percent? I think to, so. That's the the rule. I think somebody's going to get like fifty plus one, and then they'll. So there sounds like there'll be a runoff. Yeah. All right. So there'll be a runoff there, but I guess between her and Gibbs. All right. Hey, I, they, we'll check. I'll let you know on the uh, on the other stuff. Okay. Okay. Real quick. Yesterday, yeah. man, when y'all were talking about the, uh, the know your growth, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Ron was like, "Man, that's great, man." Every time y'all said something about pot, he was like, "Man, that is great, man." That's, <laughs> That just tripped me out, man. Hey, y'all, that's it, man. I love listening to the show. Hey, appreciate it, Ryan. Have a blessing, brother. Right, Thanks, bye. Ryan. That's what I, I got a lot of texts about that, about my uh, my bipartisan love for marijuana. So it's uh, <laughs> it's what can bring us all together. That's what I believe. It's uh, I mean, nobody's – well, I guess some people are against it. I feel bad for you if you are, but – yeah, man. Look, I think are we not just past the point that we? I can, mean, I mean, come on. Let's let's find other things to 
to be upset about. This is, yeah, this seems like it's something everybody should get on board with. What's up? Let's go ahead and take our break. Come back. Y'all guys want to chime in? Phone line 601 879 002. The Guns and Gear text line 769 241 1944. Shout out to the Brandon Mud Dogs last night. Ran into those guys at Burgers and Blues and had a beer with them. Got to hear, talk to some folks that I didn't know about Rankin County stuff. Always enjoy that. So I'm going to give them a shout out. There it was. Appreciate y'all. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, where we break rules when necessary. When need be, we will break a rule. Um, This segment, my friends, is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Open daily, 4 p.m. until. They're open late over there to around midnight every night. They got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. They've got 12 different specialty pizzas. And of course, you can always just custom build your own. If you're a little conflicted, don't know which pizzas you want to try, how about give it the Wheel of Flavor a spin? Put up to three different specialty pizzas on one pie. Y'all know I support the pig, 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 but they got a buffalo chicken that is really, really good too. Or again, you can just get a regular old pepperoni if that's what your heart desires. I get Canadian bacon um, when I order kind of a plain Jane pizza. That's my go-to. So check them out. Located right there in Fannin Mart on the res. Of course, they're available on all major food delivery apps, including locally owned take-a-break deliveries. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. And I'm going to tell you just a, a side on a personal note. You know, I like a dark kind of, I don't, not grungy as in not clean, but I like a dark kind of bar type atmosphere. Not a lot of sunlight coming in and stuff when I go to certain kind of places, especially like Italian places and pizza places for some reason. And Chip's done a very good job over there of creating a nice ambiance. Just a cool, chill spot. You and a friend, you and your girl, you and your side piece, whatever, can go in there and just get a little corner table and ain't nobody going to bother you. So I ain't suggesting that you get a side piece. I'm just saying if you need to hide, you need a little business meeting where somebody ain't going to be bothering you the whole time, you can go do that at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Actually, the inside of there really reminds me a lot of like uh, the inside of Ceramis. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of that same vibe. It's the kind of vibe of there, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so, a good restaurant, too. I need to check out Acme. I haven't been, I just don't make it out that way that much. I got you, man. We got to come out for my birthday. Yeah. When's that? A couple of weeks? Yeah, we're going to do it on Saturday the 19th. I'm oh. Working out the logistics now, but. Well, it'll be in Rankin County. Where's the, yeah, I figured it would be. But I figured you don't want to have it at the brewery. I mean, you know, it crossed my mind. It seriously it did. Like, but I just don't know. You know, I figure out which crew's coming. You know, so we we'll get down there that weekend. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll start the day there. Yeah, I mean, it's it starts earlier over there. So, so, what, yeah. so is that like two weeks? What's today? The tenth, ninth. Yeah. So ten days from now. Okay. Yeah. That's it. All right. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Check them out right there at Phantom Mart on the Res, located right in front of the bowling alley. Tell them I sent you. Sean, um, I don't know if I want to jump down this rabbit hole right now, but you mentioned something about Trump and debates and the, the these hands are big things. Sure. So I guess he was doing a speech somewhere last night, and he asked he asked the audience did they wanted him to debate. Because there's a lot, of, a lot of scuttlebutt that he was going to skip the debates. Sure. But... A lot of people are saying now, too, that 
maybe he should do them because they'll be forced to give him some good press or give him equal press, however you want to word that. And so he asked his audience last night, if they thought he should do the debates, he's got what about fifty points? I mean, some something crazy, crazy like that. I'm not yeah. even looking anymore half the time. Yeah. I'm just like he's winning. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's... he's going to be the barring any anything crazy. Well, anything crazy, even if even if he got convicted, he's still going to be the yeah. nominee. So. Yeah. So uh, people were asking, should he run? I mean, should he do the debates? So he mm-hmm. asked the audience, "What do y'all think? Should I do the debates?" And it was kind of booze and cheers, kind of fifty fifty. I'm curious. I think from an entertainment standpoint, I absolutely say yes. Mm-hmm. From a strategic standpoint, does, should he be on that stage to defend himself? Here's what I think, and that's you know that's a really good question. Actually, generally, like they always say, right? The incumbent. I mean, it's different in presidential races, but like with Delbert and Chris, like Delbert wasn't going to debate him because he's the incumbent, and you know he's going to win, and it could just hurt him. And that's, you know, sometimes that's conventional wisdom. And like I said, it, it usually changes in presidential debates where there is debates. I think here where Trump should do it, and here's why I think he should do it, because we were just talking about this off air about how he is a funny person. Like he can, and I think there's independence that Trump's like brand of comedy, the way he says things, I think he can maybe win some people over if he debates. Go back to 2016. He won that race by eviscerating the, those opponents, by you know making them look stupid and small, and I mean he called them small, and you know, like little Marco and low energy Jeb and you know Lion Ted. I mean it was all these ways he would nickname people, and to me he won that entire thing by going to those debates. Like I think he just he did a and even what he wasn't like it wasn't like he was the guy that was brilliant on policy either. He just made them all look stupid. And I think that, yeah, they're going to, what are they going to say? They were like, you stole, like, you know, you, you knew the election was stolen. I and mean, they're going to have to say that to him, right? That's the way you attack him. I would think that's what they would do. But that's not going to hurt him because the people that love him don't believe that anyway. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that hurts him at all. I think it just, I think it helps him to go on, um, to go on, do the debate, just like I did when they did that scene in town hall. I thought, I know that was in front of his own people, but I thought that helped him too. So he is, Donald Trump does his best when he has got more press time. Like that's just, he just, you know, he's a press animal. And I think that the more exposure he has just helps him in that regard. I think there's 12 debates and I think he should do every one of them. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, selfishly and strategically. Mm-hmm. I really do because I think they're forced to give him equal coverage, not, not a 10 second sound bite. It's mm-hmm. you're, it's live, it's him. It's ratings. It's, I mean, it's money. It's money. I mean, and he's gonna you know he's gonna raise right. You're exactly right. He's gonna raise more money because of it. And I mean, which which one of those guys on there? What are they gonna do? They're gonna do what the other guys did in 2016. They're gonna try to attack him on policy, which nobody cared about mm. back then. I mean, it's the same. What Chris Christie's there again? He was there in 2016. Um, I guess that, that alone. That I mean, that's just gonna be what's gonna have a policy debate with him, and then. Tim Scott, who I like very much, I think is actually a really good candidate. He, um, I mean, that's, he's going to have to do the same thing. He's not a bombastic guy; he's a policy guy. And then Ron DeSantis is like basically the worst politician I think I've ever seen on a national and, stage. And Mike Pence is qualified for the debates. Yeah, Mike Pence. I mean, what Mike? What's Mike Pence going to do? I mean, it I mean, just. I can't wait for him to call Chris Christie fat. <laughs> that's what do I? Oh, Trump. Yeah. Oh, he'll do something like that. I mean, he's going to nickname everybody again. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I think, yeah, I, th- I don't think it hurts him. I think it, I think it helps him. I think, you know, he's got to try to get some independent voters. He's got to get more than just his base to actually win the thing. And, you know, last poll I saw it was him and Biden tied at like 
43 each, and then I, I forget the number, like 12% or something independents that were hadn't decided. So, I mean, he's got he's to pull people over to his side, and I think he does that by getting on there and, and, and making, fun of, I hate making fun of those guys. I think that's his best strategy. That's what worked well for him you know, seven years ago, and I think it probably worked well again. I think so, too. I, I mean, you make a really good point about the uh, – we, we've – not we, but the country and independents and the, definitely the left and the left-wing media – have tried to villainize Huntler, Huntler, <laughs> Trump as a Hitler. This came in your mind, didn't it? <laughs> Trump is a Hitler type figure, mm-hmm. you know, and I think these debates give him a great opportunity to humanize himself again. Yeah, and kind of bust that narrative up a little bit. So I, I definitely just think strategically, it makes a lot of sense to do the debates. Yeah, because we've had a lot of history now between 2016 and today. And I mean, just tons of history that didn't happen before. In 2016, he was just got the guy on The Apprentice and the rich real estate dude that we all knew growing up. You know, he was on Home Alone too. Like that's what we knew about Donald Trump yeah. in 2016. Now the whole world has changed because of that. So I think he has to try to. I guess he has to try to go back to that guy. That helps him to go back to the guy that was the apprentice guy, the guy that was the, you know, with, with the independence. I'm not talking about his base. His base is, you know, loves him anyway and thinks this is a witch hunt and all that stuff. But the independence, he wants them, him to, them to remember him as that, as the guy on Home Alone too. Like, he wants to be that guy yeah. to them. And, you know, also I think, I think it really, really helps Trump that Joe Biden's done such a bad job. It, I mean, and the economy is so, so bad. And there, there's just, it's a lot of low-hanging fruit there. And I, you know, I just, it's an opportunity to get. I know, I know, where he's not debating Joe Biden on the stage. I'm just saying, we you're talking about swinging independence. Yeah, I think the way he beats, you know, put it this way: Trump is not going to Trump is not going to be able to argue policy with Biden. But what he can do that beats Biden, Biden can't argue policy. Well, I'm just saying Biden is more that. I mean, yeah, it's gotten more. I don't know if I can defend that either, but. The uh, Trump is not the policy guy. He's the guy that's going to get out there and like, I'm going to make everything better, and this is how I'm going to do it. And you know, all y'all can go jump off a bridge. I he, mean, if he's, you look up he, "bull in a china shop" in the dictionary, there's a picture of Trump. Yeah, he's that guy. That's the candidate he is. He's the populist candidate. He's the guy that's going to do that. So he, I think he he attacks Biden as being like he did Jeb Bush. Like he's low energy. He can't get out of his basement like in 2020. He can't do. You know, he's he's not up to the physical and mental capabilities in president. That's what you do if you're Trump. You hit him on that. I wouldn't even, I mean, you could, you could talk about the economy. You can do whatever you want. But I think what you do is just you make him look weak because you're the anti kind of that guy. You're the guy that's got taken Adderall all the time or drinking Mountain Dew, whatever he does to, I don't know how the 78 year old man or however old he is has all that energy, but he does. He's got it. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't look physically like somebody that does Adderall. Yeah, I know. He doesn't. I just don't know. I just, I just, you know. I talked to a lot of people in their seventies, and it, like my dad, for instance, and you know, by about eleven in the morning, he goes and takes a nap, and he's seventy-four. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, so I don't know how Trump like gets around and moves around like he does. He doesn't, you know, he's not into physical fitness at all. I read this interview he gave; it's actually really funny. He said he didn't believe in working out because he thought the body has natural energy reserves, and if you work out, you waste them. Like that's what he said. I mean. Uh, uh. That's, that's the flat earth fitness theory. Yeah, right. it's a flat. I was like, I've never heard this. This is really inventive. But so he's not a he's not a gym rat. You know, he's not he's not any of those things. Like, where does all this energy come from? I just I've always wondered that. That's why I, I thought Adderall or something. Man, he's a top one percenter. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. Let's go. We're going to jump into the McDaniel's and Delbert stuff. I'm getting a lot of text on it on the Guns and Gear text line. Feel free to. Sh- Texas, 769-241-1944.
Hey, let us know too on the text. Should Trump debate? What do y'all think? 769-241-1944. The phone line is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Oh, let's see, guys. You need a haircut? Go see my friend, Tina, at Patina Hair Salon right out there in Ridgeland. You're going to come in. You can do walk-in. Walk-ins are welcome. Or you can schedule an appointment. Go to patinahairstudio.com. Go get a cut, a color, extensions, manicure, pedicure, and sit in that Sitting that, uh, make sure they wash your hair though, so you can get in that massage chair. The wash station, my goodness, guys, I, I, I can't oversell it. It's that nice. Check them out online. Go to Facebook, patinahairstudio.com. Get a haircut and a hairstyle, hair style, you can replicate at home. You know, you got a lot of these fancy salons and you leave there looking like you're going straight to your wedding or something and you're never able to replicate that style. You'll be able to with that patina hairstyle from Patina Hair Studio. Check them out online, Patina Hair Studio on Facebook or patinahairstudio.com, located right there in Ridgeland, Mississippi, right over by one of my favorite restaurants, Kralakis. All right, Sean. Well, what about this Delbert Hoseman McDaniel thing? Everybody's been waiting for us to talk about that, I guess. Yeah, so the, the big question is do we think that Democrats cross party line to vote? You know, I didn't get that vibe this time that it was I a big either. push. Now, I don't listen to urban talk, urban music radio. I don't listen mm-hmm. to, to rap music on the radio. Yeah. Maybe he was running some some ads, you know, on, on hip hop. Could have been. You know, I, I saw something on Twitter um that did you see that thing on Twitter? I don't know if I sent it to you or not. That it was um it was hold on, I'll pull it up here. It's uh and this is just Twitter, so just take it for what you will, right? It's just, it's a good morning. This is an excellent day to cross party lines and vote against Chris McDaniel, the sociopathic racist running for Mississippi lieutenant governor in the Republican primary. I mean, that was a, you know, I don't know if that generated anything. I just saw that tweet, but that's the only one I saw. I'm sure there's some of that out there. I mean, there are some psychopaths that they go vote to do stuff like that. I just, am, my gut feeling would say that it wasn't that big of a deal because they still had to. I think I just think there were some Democrat races that mm-hmm. people probably wanted to vote in. Yeah, I mean, I voted in the Democratic primary, and uh, there was a lot of you know people voting that for David Blunt because well, in my neighborhood, and you and I talked about this a bunch of time. I may not agree with David Blunt on some of the things he's done, like voted against I think HB ten twenty. That's one of the flyers I got. But Pastor Pickett was a straight up enemy to the Capitol Police. And, you know, he was having all those panels and mm-hmm. like a year Trying ago. To get folks arrested. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. so I was like, okay, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll vote. I'm going to get in here and vote for Blunt. And then obviously Tyree Jones, who uh, was a friend of mine and uh, wanted to vote for, which he overwhelmingly won. I think, what did he get, like 85% of the vote or something like that? It was, Congratulations to Tyree. Yeah. That's a I mean, heck of both, a showing. Both the Crystals got their butts whooped yesterday. D- oh, I didn't know she did. Well, I didn't look at that yet. Robert well, Graham won. Well, she she was the last count I saw. I thought I. Um, yep, you're right. I'm looking at seventy nine percent to twenty percent. Yeah. So, yep. so you know, I, I ain't calling the mama or anybody corrupt. I'm just saying sometimes it's just good to move on from from some political families. It, it ain't going well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always he's a, he was always polite to me. Yeah, yeah, we've but, like I said we're a million times we're friends, and I mean he's a yeah you know, he's always been a good person to me. But 
But yeah, I he, think when he got in bed with Polo and all them, I just mm-hmm. lost all my respect for him. Yeah, you know the way that all that went down, the way they tried to take Tyree down. I just thought it was it, it wasn't politics as usual. That was it was nasty and disgusting. Well, and yeah, and Tyree, uh, I think he said that he's the first black elected reelected sheriff because, like I was talking about yesterday, we've had such turmoil in that sheriff's office for a decade now, or more than a decade. When Tyrone was elected back in eleven, and then Victor gets elected after that because Tyrone got elected, and there was all those remember those little jail riots and all that stuff was going on mm-hmm. right away, and then then Victor got elected. And then Lee, who you know, I think did a good job, but I mean, he was sick, and, and of course, all that kind of stuff. And and um, but um, so Tyree though has created some stability over there, which I think is really great. And the county sorely needs that right now. So if you got him over there, and they're just let you know, I mean, how long was Mac sheriff? Like twenty something years, something like that. So I mean, I think you need some stability over there. I think sheriff's a good office for that, or you need some stability, especially that people don't realize the sheriff. They think the sheriff's department's out there busting people like we look at these rain county deputies and you know that's kind of like stuff like that makes the headlines but the sheriff's biggest job is running that jail i mean that's the job is running that jail and that's a massive undertaking for any sheriff that has to do that i i, I couldn't agree with you more on all that I, mm-hmm. I congratulations to tyree they need some stability out there hopefully this is the beginning of you know a nice run for him i hope so i, I, I really do I, he's a good guy yeah and he he just checks off a lot of boxes, you know. I'm, I hate to make everything about race, but I know like a, a lot of the the white conservative sheriffs in the suburban areas mm-hmm. are big Tyree fans. They, they like, like what he's doing. Uh, Randy Tucker was a part of a fundraiser farm here. Was he? I didn't know that. Yeah. Right? So, well, I just it, that when 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 those guys are, are supporting the guy, mm-hmm. I just look at it and say that's his peers. Yeah, and you know they're supporting him. He's doing something right. Yeah, like I was saying before, he goes you know way back with JPD, and in my day working up there, he was with Robbery Homicide, and I mean those guys in that era were gonna, they were going to get you. I yeah. mean they were not they were like like you love to say f around and find out like they were the f around and find out crew well, up there. Well, I mean growing up in Byron, or South Jackson, mm-hmm. you you didn't play with them. No, like yeah, I do want to say this um, about the David Blunt. Pastor Pickett thing. I made a Facebook post that I was getting ready to go to bed last night about it. And we're going to get back to the McDaniel stuff, I promise, guys. I, every now and then, I, I tend to feel like all hope is lost for Jackson. And, and I, I just assumed Pickett was going to win because all that blackity, black, black, black race stuff mm-hmm. has been winning a lot in Jackson. It says an awful lot that the white guy was able to beat the race-baiting pastor mm-hmm. in Jackson. I thought that sent a message that people are kind of fed up. You know, I think, I think, and also being so, I think Pastor Pickett bought into finding out what's on Twitter ain't real life. Yeah. Like, the, the, the hate for the police, mm-hmm. and that ain't real life. Now that the average Hines County citizen was, is not against the police. Like, yeah. It's not, it, I mean. Your actual, your voting citizens that actually get out and go to the polls and make a decision for themselves they like what capitol police is doing yeah like i was saying we were sitting at my buddy's house last night and we were talking about this and like walking in the front yard and we're like man can we do this two years ago is it worried you're gonna get i mean i'm not even being facetious like you're worried at night when sun goes down that somebody is going to come up and jack you and it was about two years ago it was really getting bad over there and now they've come in there and that's that's not an issue like there's at least something i'm worried about and i talk i Talk to them about what I talked about on the show yesterday. I didn't. I was like, "Have y'all heard anything about any crime recently?" Because they're plugged in guys. And like, nope. 
Yeah, so, and, those, and, that, and I know he voted against HB 1020, but a lot of those guys voted in fear out of Chalkway. Yeah. And I believe he was one of them. But he was not anti-Capitol Police. Okay, right. He, he was not at war with the Capitol Police. Like Pickett was. Like Pickett was doing stuff for press. Yeah. And trying to get his name out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I can't believe Pickett ain't tried to figure out a way to hitch his name to this Rankin County drama. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. That's I mean, he, it. Man, they, they've been wanting to jack town George Floyd so bad. I mean, I mean, that's why Anthony Fox is in jail. I mean, they they wanted George Floyd and Jackson so bad. He, yeah, he could. I mean, I, you know, I I feel like those kinds of guys do those things for you know publicity and all. I, well, I just remember the uh, panels they were having for um about the Capitol Police when I mean there was just no evidence. You know, again, it goes back to me. I'm always saying this. You know, let's have some evidence that somebody did something wrong, mm-hmm. and we that there was it, and these those guys were not doing anything wrong. They were just. There was proper policing, and the effects of that are shown now. And I don't, you don't hear about. I mean, you hear, you always see them on a chase or something, but the shooting stuff has not really been an issue. I think for the last year, and I think it's it, uh, Clay. I honestly believe this. I think you know, what I learned one thing working out the, over there is that Jackson's a small town when you boil it down to it. It really is. Everybody kind of knows each other. Mm-hmm. Word gets out really easy about everything, and I think there's you know, I think people are saying, yeah, you better not go over to you know the capital complex district or whatever you know and it commit a crime like because capital police is everywhere because you can see them they're just everywhere so i think that word has kind of gotten out in the community like that's not a place to go commit crimes and that's why you don't see it anymore yeah you know we joke around with this uh try that in a small town stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> like jackson's a big town yeah i mean it's not <laughs> i really didn't it's it's, it's an under policed town mm-hmm <laughs> And there's a lot of lawlessness there, but it's not a it's not a big town. Yeah, like we're like two people connected from each other. Everybody is like we all we all somehow know each other. If you've been around long enough, I mean, it's just it's just that kind of small town. You can call somebody up like, oh, hey, oh, I'm friends with the sheriff, or I'm friends with the you know, it's just that way. It's that kind of place, which is great. That's what I love about it. You know, it's that yeah. kind of place you can do that stuff. Uh, we got a text on the Guns and Gear text line from from uh, Mr. Chip Matthews. Let me pull it up real quick. Chip says. This is about Democrats crossing over to vote. Chip says, you had Democrats cross over in Madison County where some of the polls, the Republican ballots ran out in the Democrat strongholds that was crossover voting. Hmm. Well, I got I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Let's see here. Read up a few texts before we take our break. Um, Somebody said, uh, David Blunt's commercial didn't show... His white face one single time. Everybody in the commercial was black. If I didn't know better, I would have thought he was a black man. Well, hey, I mean, if that's effective for him, like you ever seen the movie with uh, Eddie Murphy, the distinguished gentleman? Yeah. And he calls himself Jeff Johnson because it was a guy who just died. And he's like, I'm Jeff Johnson, the name you know. And like nobody ever sees him and he wins a seat in Congress. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And it happens. I mean, well, I saw where a – a, a former constable decided to run again in Rankin County after not running the previous time, mm-hmm. or stepping down. I was like, I th- and he didn't really run much of a campaign necessarily. And I, I like the guys; I like both guys. But uh, I, he had name familiarity because he had been on the ballot so many times. I think uh, was hoping for a lot of people just to yeah. go. Oh, I voted for him several other times in the past. Let me just 
circle his name again. <laughs> That's and what it, happened. And it was a relatively close close race. Was it? I mean, yeah, I mean it was. I mean, I, I don't know. I, again, not talking bad about either guy, Glenn Dixon and uh, Brad Patridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, like them both. Grew up with Glenn. Uh, See, I heard both. I've heard both their names before too. Right? Yeah. It just seems like and, uh, Brad was Brad was constable for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to sit one out and then get back in it. And uh, like I say, he did, I didn't see much of his signs anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I said he's probably working off the name familiarity. People get to the poll and be like, oh, I recognize that name. <laughs> no. Uh, let's take a – who's this calling? Let's take a call real quick. Hey, Derek, you got about a minute and a half, brother, before the break. Hey, brother, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm, I, I, I may have missed my request this morning. You what? Hey, did I miss my request this morning? I made to you on your Facebook. Refresh my memory. I don't know if I saw it. Uh, picket loss, right? Correct. I, I think a good send-off would have been Forbidden Love Affair by um, – Dick Allen. <laughs> that's right. I, I need to check my face. I ain't even looked at my Facebook this morning. All right. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's that's good stuff there, brother. Yeah, that, that would have been a good send-off. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I forgot about that from the last time. Yeah, good stuff there. All right, Derek, I'm going to take my break, brother. Y- yes, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, that's deep inside Jackson stuff there. <laughs> All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. As we close out the hour here, we're just sitting here discussing the Delbert Hoseman uh, celebration speech. And Delbert Salty, at the end of it, he called out all of us, said, and you people on the internet. And I, I'm paraphrasing here. Y'all are just nasty, soulless people that'll just say anything. You know, you need to get up and look at yourself in the mirror. Well, Delbert, I got up and looked at myself in the mirror, and you still on? You were still on the border of an abortion clinic, and I wasn't. And uh, Mississippi made a terrible decision, in my opinion. And to the people that live in Madison County, again, I, and, and not just Madison County, there was 30,000 votes. Mm-hmm. But I was just shocked to see Madison County because that's the one that feels like it's going to negatively affect if his plan goes through. The most, yeah, uh, yeah. That's I, what the hell were you doing? I don't know, but you know, we got Delbert there now to protect us from. Uh, you know, if you want to be invited to the wall, and he can protect us against the transgender White Walkers, or whatever his head said, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like he's a man of the Night's Watch. I mean, look, no, nobody's more. Um, I don't want to say anti-trans. I know what you're getting at, right? No, yeah, nobody's more keep them to themselves than I am. Uh huh. Can but you even know, you weren't going to run ads yeah, I don't like want that. Intermingling with uh with with, with any young kids or any of that sure. nonsense taught in schools. But even even I was like, all right, man, this isn't you. Yeah, it's you just, know, like I'm still not voting for you because I know I'm gonna get that with McDaniel anyway. Yeah, exactly. And McDaniel wasn't even doing that that is bad. That's what I didn't see that. I mean, like we were just talking about off air. The I don't know whether the abortion thing how how truthful it is or if he was there beforehand i know there's a dispute about that but to me that's like a um that's a republican party issue that you guys fight over like it's are you pro-choice are you you know pro-life and and so that's that's relevant argument but when like delbert's in there talking about the black mold in chris's house and that he didn't i mean i was like god bless this is a little ridiculous i mean is sir pro going out to chris's house today i mean to get the black mold by the way that's a question we all want to know they were talking about chris lives with his mom <laughs> yeah that's i mean it was just so I mean, silly it was like okay that that's your that's it yeah i mean he's gonna 
it, it's like the guy's been in the state senate forever. Like I, mean, I think he. All right, we gotta yeah. take a break. We'll yeah. be right back. All right, you've tuned back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt Karan. Sean, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Better than uh, better than some of the people that lost yesterday, I guess. <laughs> hey, look, man. Um, do you have a good home security system? I don't anymore. Well, I've got my. I've got a. Uh, I've got an eight Probably pound a strange shit question suit. to ask. Yeah. I apologize for putting you on the spot. I've there. got a Glock. You know, guns yes. and gear love to hear that. <laughs> I've got uh, a Glock. That's my home security system. Well, look, man. Don't hesitate, man. You should call my friends over at Watchman Security Services. Really? And what are they going to do for me? They're going to come out, or they can. They're going to come out. They're going to get you some cameras inside and out. They're going to turn your home, even as old as it is. <laughs> no, no, not there, but just an older home. Oh, it's old. An older home. They're going to turn it into a smart home. They can do all that. You can get a, we can put a gate at the end of your driveway with remote access. Mm-hmm. And you can have a camera out there so you can see who's at the gate. You know, in case, you know, you don't want Bo or Renee or one of them coming over. Say, <laughs> yeah. I'm not home, dog. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or your sister or anybody. Anybody. Shout out to Jazz. Um, yeah. listening all the way in where Colorado, Colorado, Southwest Colorado. I like yeah. it. I like. It. She may be listening on the uh, on the replay. I don't know. If she's up live listening. This no, early. she's usually up live listening. Man, she like she gets up and she listens to this early in the morning because they're an hour back. Yeah, a shout out to Jazz. Um, but look, they can do all that stuff, man. But look, they've been on, or you can just get a normal security system. So if anybody b- penetrates the entry. The windows, the doors, anything like that. The perimeter. The you tell me my eight-pound Shih Tzu is not cutting it, right? I don't think that's much of an attack dog. Just... I, man, I, if it was a pit bull or something, you know. Yeah. But Jacksonians, you never know. You never it's... know. But look, they're going to be a good one for you. I highly recommend them. They've been on Alarm.com certified installer for 15-plus years now. They're located right over there in Pearl, Mississippi. They operate statewide. I got a buddy of mine, Tony, who's recently started working for him as a install tech. But uh, they're just good folks. Couldn't recommend them more. Indoor, outdoor cameras, smart doorbells, all that. I, I need that done. Yeah, I, need, I really do. I'm going to tell you, man, it, it's a game changer. Yeah. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> I've got some remnants of some old stuff that I that I use, and I, I got to get, I got to upgrade. But just having the ability to see what's going on at your house when you ain't there, be able to pull it up on your phone. I tried to do it myself one time, and I put like interior cameras that I bought off Amazon. It just didn't work very well. I guess I think that's why you need somebody professional to come do that. You really do. I mean, I'm gonna tell you that the 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 secret too in the sauce is the angles mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, and really knowing how to get it. Because you may put it up and just think, oh yeah, that's normal, that works. And then once you get two or three people up to your door, you're like, the, the, that ain't right. I can't see the 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 lighting's bad. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. They can they can do all that for you. I, again, highly recommend them. Watchman Security Services. The website's Watchman M A N Secure dot com. Watchman dot com. Let them know you heard it here on the Clay Edwards Show. I tell you what, that just reminded me of a story when you brought up old house that I got. My house was built in nineteen twenty nine, and and that you know everybody knows Bellhaven's got all those houses are all pre most of them pre World War two built and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, one time went to was the DA's office had this file and this guy uh, they'd interviewed him and it, some issue came up about there. I mean, there's been house burglaries over the years, obviously in Bellhaven, but they were saying there wasn't you know there wasn't that many house burglaries that year. And somebody asked somebody had got caught for another house burglary, like why don't you guys? Uh, 
break into the Bellhaven houses, and I'll never forget this guy's response. It was, uh, man, those houses are haunted. Like, I'm just not, we're not, we're not breaking into the Bellhaven houses. They're all haunted. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was like, so we got the ghosts protecting the houses. That's awesome. I'm down with that. I get it how you can. <laughs> yeah, you got to, man. That's the security system, the ghosts. So, uh, that, that reminds me of a good story here recently. Um, there's a salon over in Meridian that just recently moved across the street in downtown Meridian and they're into the old, the old PV building down mm-hmm. there. And you know, it's haunted. Is There's it? a lot of folklore about tornadoes and stuff in the 1900s that killed a bunch of people in Meridian. Oh. And like the ghosts, they, they, that's where they took the bodies. It was kind of the infantry oh, okay. kind of hospital. And it, uh, a lot of ghost stories about it being haunted and stuff now. It's some cool stuff. I'll send it to you. Yeah, I mean, I like downtown Meridian's actually kind of nice. You know, it, like it, you could tell one time it was, I wasn't in one of the larger cities in Mississippi at some point. It's the only other one was skyscrapers. Yeah, I really, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it was at, I think pre World War II, it was one of the largest cities in the state because yeah, the, the railroads. The, the railroads and the, the gypsy history stuff is cool too. Mm hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. It really is. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, Sean is ready. Teddy, how y'all doing, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, brother. Man, um, I don't know if you'll be honored or roll your eyes, but this is the first time I get to complain about this on the air, but this is the first time I've ever done it. I know why they do it, but I can't tell you how frustrated I was I couldn't vote in the in the lieutenant governor's race and vote for Tyree Jones yesterday. It's so aggravating having to pick. That's changing. Mm-hmm. Good. The, the Fifth Circuit Court, I haven't read the, the whole thing, but they have ruled that it's unconstitutional and uh uh, inhumane, not inhumane. It was a, it was a really strong ruling on certain felons being able to to vote again. So I'll send that over to you. No, no, no. I'm talking about he's, I had to choose between Democrat and Republican. He's not saying he's a felon, Clay. Uh, <laughs> he's just saying, sorry. No, no. I had to. No. I had to. I, you can either vote Republican or Democrat in a primary. You can't. I couldn't vote for both. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I thought we were. I thought we were talking about being a felon. My bad. <laughs> oh, that's all good. But hey, um, but still, I could not vote for Lieutenant Governor and vote for and vote for Tyree Jones, and that's frustrating. What way did you go? Well, I, I felt like Tyree had it. I, I felt like Chris McDaniel needed me more. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Hey, I think you so, did. The, I think you did the right thing. And hey, shout out to you for still holding it down strong in Hines County, my brother. Hey, well, we're out in the country, and we got 15 acres, and we're gated, and we're, we're doing okay. Well, look, call Watchman Security Services and let them put your camera out into that gate and uh, so you'll know who's coming on and off the property. Or buy a haunted house. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Hey, Appreciate Teddy, you doing boiled yeah. peanut? You going to do boiled peanuts again this year? Yeah, but it'll, I'll only be delivered on Sunday, and I'm probably not going to do it every Sunday. Yeah, because I know you're working full-time. <laughs> That people kind of get people kind of got watered down for the end of the year, so make it more of a treat than a than the norm. So, yeah, I think that's probably the best thing. Maybe every other week or big weekends, yeah, so. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like that. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Take care, brother. Go sell some cars. Right, I tell you, I've been friends with Teddy for twenty years. Sorry, well, you know, since we're on that topic mm-hmm. about felons being devotions, I completely screwed that up. That was funny. Though. Um, <laughs> I did see where the Fifth Circuit Court came down with a ruling about felons getting their voting rights back. Really? I haven't read that yet. I I shared it, but I did not read the whole thing. Um, look, if y'all listen to this show for any amount of time, I, I go against the conservative uh, narrative on that. I am for felons getting their voting rights back. Yeah, I mean, I think once you've been rehabilitated, like that's something to 
reindoctrinate you into society, become a yeah. you know a voter, a taxpayer. That's all part of the deal. Yeah, let's not make you a second class citizen mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, you've you know? served your time. You did whatever you had to do, whatever it was, and this is getting a little ridiculous that you can never, you can't engage in the political process because you made a mistake in the past. Like yeah. that's also you know, and the narrative is always, well, it's just going to be Democrat voters. That I. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I'm, I know there's a lot of Democrats in jail. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's, especially in a state like Mississippi, if it's overwhelmingly <laughs> Democrats in jail. You know, I don't, I don't know if jail turns you into a Democrat either. I, you know, and I also don't know how motivated are felons to actually get out and vote. You, you know, so. But the ones that are, the ones that do want to you know, go to jail, do get out, do get a job. I, know, I mean, I'm sure you know several people like oh, this. Absolutely. I know several. We all know. We've all got friends or somebody that was in a situation like that. And they're trying to, you know, get back in society, and they're trying to, they're trying to be a productive member of society. And yeah. I mean, we should just, we should encourage that, not try to. Now, I'm not saying if you were a, you know, you got out of jail and you were a mass murderer, maybe there's some limits on violent crimes or whatever. But the, um, but I mean, if you, I mean, you went to jail for like a dope crime or a, a nonviolent crime. I was saying nonviolent, uh, nonviolent. I, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I yeah. support it. I think you should, you should. We should be focusing more on the rehabilitation side of this. Exactly. Not just throwing people in a cell and saying, go do your 10 years or five years or two years or whatever. I mean, it's kind of archaic. It's kind of funny me saying this considering what I did for 10 years, but the, uh, it, it's kind of archaic when you think about it. Like our, our thought process on what we do in terms of we like, okay, well, you, you got all this dope, so now you're going to go to jail for 20 years. And, and we go, hope that go, you're going to get out and then be a productive member of society. It's kind of a little, little and, ridiculous. And, and good luck staying alive and not getting anally raped while you're there. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, and, you know, that, that I'll never understand that. Mm-hmm. How are prisons so dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's criminals. Maybe that's an oxymoron. I don't know. Let's take a call. Hey, good morning on there. So I agree with y'all that they should get their voting rights back, but should they get their gun rights back? I say yes. I, 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 on oh, nonviolent, if you yeah, do not use a uh, gun yeah, to commit a crime, one hundred percent. That's all I want to bring up. Yep, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I mean, yep. if you're a nonviolent offender, now I don't think we should give somebody that was a violent offender their gun rights. Yeah, back. I, yeah, I want to. I want to edit what I just said. Mm-hmm. I said if you use a gun, if you if you physically assaulted somebody with a weapon of any kind, yeah. or a- aggravated assault, I don't think you should. No, no, but I mean, if you were like. I mean, again, if you stole a car or whatever, I mean, yeah. you, you, know, you got caught with some meth. Or, I mean, I think that you should be able to get your, your, your gun rights. There were so many times I remember I was in court where they would, somebody would try to file, because somebody was a hunter. You know, we live in Mississippi. And yeah. I would always have, there'd be some case that they were convicted of a felony in the 90s and they wanted to get restored their gun. I forget the process for that, but that somebody would always file something. And it's like this guy, and it was always a big ordeal, Clay, because, you know, you're the prosecutor. You don't want, you're not sure if you want to sign off on it because it might come back on you or the judge because it might come back on you for that because everything's political and and uh, but when you think about it you're like hey this is a guy convicted of something in 1993 and he wants to go deer hunting yeah. i mean we should let him go deer hunting well think about how many people who are convicted felons who are also they still they still hunt yeah and, and they take a chance of getting uh convicted going back in jail for being a felon with a farm yep. because they went hunting i got a problem with that yeah i mean that's it's absurd like like i said unless it's a unless it was a violent thing i mean i think the guy is the guy wants to go deer hunting. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I and I think when you really put it out, then you have the conversation with people. And I try mm-hmm. to, I try to. That's one of the main reasons I do all this because I really mm-hmm. want to talk to people, whether it be online, on the air, whatever. I think most common sense people love have no problem with felons getting their voting rights back and mm-hmm. the, and their gun rights. You know, we saw Democrats always talk about common sense gun laws. Yeah, this, this is a common sense human law that I, I have no problem with. 
Yeah, I mean, I think right. If you and also if you're gonna, what I saw, if you're gonna file some sort of petition to restore your gun rights, I mean, you're not a guy that's going out there to try to commit a mass shooting. You're a guy that literally wants to go to the deer camp. You're I trying mean, to do it right. Yeah, you're trying to do it right. Just like I mean, just like it's not legal gun owners that are out here committing most of these crimes. No, no. You know, it's I, mean, cr- it's, I mean, some of them are like, like got it legally, but sure, right. Yeah, but, but once you've made a a cognitive decision to go kill some people and do something mm-hmm. evil. Being in the, the possession of the farm is the least of your concerns. Yeah, you're going to get the gun anyway at yeah, that point. Exactly. You're not going to go to the court to file a petition to, to get mean, your gun rights back. And yeah, then, to go shoot somebody. Yeah, that's you can not. Just, you can just buy a gun from your buddy. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. And, and do it. So, all right, let's take a break real quick. I like this segment. You guys want to chime in on the felons getting their voting rights back here on a post-election day Clay Edwards show? Let us know. 601 879 Zero two, or how about the guns and gear text line? 769-241-1944. When you get your rights back, run on over there to Guns and Gear and buy your first gun. This is the Clay Edwards Show. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, real quick. If y'all call in during the break, I'm probably not going to answer the phone. And so if if you call in, go ahead and be prepared to sit on hold for a second and get ready to go on the air. Uh, we just don't have enough time. we got a lot going on between breaks, figuring out what we're going to talk about the next segment. I love hearing from y'all. I, I never want to deter you from calling. But if you don't want to be on the air, just shoot us a text at the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. If you want to be on the air, the phone line is 601 879 Zero 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 two. I I I do not. There's very few phone calls I don't answer. I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to be on the air, um, you know we're we're never hanging up on you unless you uh, cuss. So we will let you finish your thought, whether I agree with it or not, whether Sean agrees with it or not. Uh, so speaking of text, let's take a uh, let's take a text from Wade here. Says brings to question the peeps that haven't had their rights for many years. With no rights, kind of like paying off your school debt after everyone else paid in full. Hmm. Does that? What does that mean? Mm, I'm not. Wait, I, wait, I, I, I'm not quite understanding that, brother. Let's see here. Unknown texter. Delbert is a Democrat, but runs as a Republican because he can't win running as a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, and, but he ain't the only one down there. I promise. I mean, you can look at Mississippi from a policy standpoint where we rate we score purple. So th- there's a lot of white liberals down there pretending to be Republican, and I run across more and more and more of them, more of them on social media here and there. The the ones that came out against Chris McDaniel, in my opinion, were a lot of your modern day white liberals down there. You know, we should look at the. I'm going to look at it this week the numbers out of like DeSoto County, and I saw Harrison County like Delbert was beating them two to one down there, mm-hmm. which was that was a stronghold for Tate in 2019. Was the coast? I mean, he really, really killed it down there, and I wonder if that's like your base of Republican support that comes out of the coast, and maybe that's more the country club set that pushed Delbert over the top. Because it seems like if you're a Republican, you got to have the coast. You got to have the coast, DeSoto County, and Madison to a certain extent. Yeah. yeah, let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Hey, this is Wade calling. Hey, Wade. Just wanted to explain to you a little something there that y'all didn't catch. Okay, uh, I, I was like you. I was a little trouble when I was young. Got into a little trouble myself. St- 
35 years before I could get my gun rights back and my voting rights back. I spent 35 years walking a straight line to make sure that I could get my voting rights back and get my gun rights back. And after 35 years, I did. But I had to spend that 35 years of life getting to that point where I could get them. That's what I was saying, just like the school loans. You paid off your school debt. Does that mean this kid over here ought to have his paid off for free just for the fun of it? You paid your debt to society. I paid my debt to society. But you're going to give these other people, they don't have to go through that. Well, that, I, you know, I went through 35 years of not being able to vote. Yeah, and, but you, you shouldn't have, though. That wasn't, that wasn't yeah, right. Well, I understand. But, but, but like I said, that's just like I paid off my school debt. I paid off my college debt. But then this guy beside me is going to get a free ride. Yeah, that's what, not. Wait, I understand. That's not how it works, you know. I understand your frustration on that. But that that's kind of a misery loves company attitude about it. And, I mean, how about how about look at it more like, and I'm not telling you what to do here, just just my opinion. How about, how about look at it more like you blaze the trail so other people don't have to go through that same thing? You know, because, I mean, I, you'll agree. You, I guess you could say surely, that. But. Surely you can agree that you shouldn't have had to wait 35 yeah. years. Well, you know, I really don't know if I should have or shouldn't have. I mean, I don't know. Um, no, I didn't do anything anything violent or anything else to anybody in that time or past that time or before that time. But and none of my stuff was violent either. But how, how old were you when you got in trouble? I paid my eighteen when See. I got in trouble. So I had to spend over you had know. to spend over twice that. Basically, say it again. Eight, had to spend eighteen times two to get your to get your rights back. That's just not fair. Yeah. Yes, and and of course back then it cost you jobs and everything else. You couldn't; they wouldn't hire you because you were a felon or because you had been in trouble. Sure, because they thought you were trouble right off the bat. So I, you go through a lot of struggles like that, just like anybody who spent twenty years in prison. When they come out, it's not easy to get back to work. Mm-mm. No, most no. people aren't going to want to hire you right off the bat. Well, yeah, you know? we we do a terrible job with rehabilitation, and yep. uh, they send people to a halfway house to try to get them, get them acclimated. I just don't; I don't know that that stuff works. You know, well, I, I'm we're to the point where the justice system is just about completely broke down anyway. You know, it's to the yeah. point where there's other people who have don't have to pay for their crimes, but but the little people do. You know, so I think it should be fair across the board. You know, if if you're going to treat just like that, just like the college debt, you should you should if you acquired the debt, you should have to pay it. The people who put out the loan shouldn't have to pay for it. The taxpayers shouldn't have to. Everybody else in the world shouldn't have to pay for it. You know, I I, I, I disagree with you, brother. But hey, look, you 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 you've been through that. I hadn't, so I you know. But just on, on my side of it, looking at it, I disagree with you. But you know, I like you, and I appreciate Ain't everything you do, man. All right. I, 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 this way. I, look, I like Wade. I just disagree with him on this. But yeah. that goes back. You're allowed to disagree with people. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, it's a. I mean, I get where you know he's. I mean, I get where he's saying where he had to go through all that stuff. That's I mean, that's terrible. I hate that for him too. Thirty five years, long time, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And that's I just feel like that's something we should fix. Uh, you know, we talked about this at the break, and that was one of my things back when I was a prosecutor. Like this, this drug, especially specifically this drug war. If we're gonna call it. I mean, I don't, I don't call it a war on drugs anymore because we lost it a long time ago, and it's and. Um, that has become like a war on our own people over the last since the 1970s, and I think that's something that we see that's just affected so many people um, over the years and negatively, and you know, it's impacted their entire lives. And it's, I just always thought that's something we should focus on and try to you know try to rectify how we do that, how we deal with that. Yeah, 
I've softened up some on this stance. I used to, I mean, just throw them in jail, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they don't want to go to rehab, put them in jail. They'll get the rehabilitation they need there as far as not doing drugs. I, I don't know that that's how I feel anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm obviously, I don't want drugs on the streets, so it's it's conflicting. But what how we're how we're doing it, I don't know that it's working. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like I don't. And I mean, what, I'm with you. I don't do want like the dope it? dealers trafficking tons of dope yeah. through all that either. But you know, the the guy that's a drug addict or the who gets you know starts just gets into drugs or whatever he is. I mean, we're going to start destroying people's lives be based on that. I mean, that's we've done that in the past, and I just feel like that's not been the best uh, strategy. No, let's uh let's take a couple texts here. Wade got him fired up. <laughs> uh, Tony says, Wade. I hope you didn't spend 35 years being good so you could vote. I hope you did because it was what you were supposed to do as a human. And look, and I, I know Wade. I, Wade's a good dude, you know. But it shouldn't if you you shouldn't have to. Even if they want to put you on a probationary period, right. you know, for a couple of years after you get out to make sure you're getting your life together. Maybe you got to check off some extra boxes. And it usually is part of it. You usually get put yeah. on at least like five years of supervised probation yeah, or some, but, but some sort of probation. You, once you have paid your debt, you should get your rights back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's a shame you had to wait 35 years, but hell, I'll be honest. Most people have to wait. The, most people never get them back. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be a scarlet letter for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, and that's, and that's what we've made it. Yeah. You know, so I mean, hey, I'm glad you're able to get them, you got them back, you know, let's see here. Um, Spartacus says, kind of going back to a prior topic, damn shame David Archie and Chris McDaniel lost last night. Many Democrats voted against McDaniel. Hopefully Rakeel Amumba loses her runoff. Yeah, that's the last thing you want um, is another Lumumba with any kind of power. Chip says, so giving a felon his rights back to vote, does that mean we will be allowed to put voting materials in the jails? Well, no, I think that's a different issue. And we've talked about this on air. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, that funny that he brings up James Carville actually discussed that in an interview I read a few weeks ago, where that is, you know, having felons vote while or in inmates in jail is not the is not what we're discussing. I mean, that's I know there's Bernie Sanders and Red pushed that line for a while. And it's ridiculous in my mind. But the um, now we're, I mean, we're talking about people that actually paid their debt to society. They're out. Those kinds of things, not while they're in jail. At yeah. least, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not for that. No, I, I don't think most people are for that. Yeah, I mean, if you if you put that on a ballot, I, I, I'd be surprised if people voted just for that. If I don't think they would either. I mean, you ever Carville said that interview is like felons voting in jail. It's like, is this where we're at right now? This is ridiculous. You know, I mean, it is when you think about it. Like that just is. It's not. But I know. I mean, yeah, Bernie Sanders did push that for a while. I mean, there's. So. What about misdemeanors voting in jail? Well, I mean, you're just not in jail that – I forget what the – I think you could be with jail for a year, and I looked that up. It's been so long. But yeah, but if it falls during a During an election, yeah, during I mean, election. you're not a felon. You're, it's a misdemeanor. Do you do, so. Can you do an absentee I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I have to look that up. If you have to – yeah, I mean, you're not a felon, so – I mean, I know we don't – at least in Hines County, misdemeanors don't go to jail. Rankin County, you can definitely – they will put you in jail. You go to jail for that. Yeah, sure. I don't know. That's a good question. If, look, can you vote absentee if you're in jail for a misdemeanor? Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Let's take a call from uh, from my fellow here. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. What's you know, you? I think one reason that these proposals are being pushed is Democrats know by law of averages that these ex-felons are probably going to be voting Democrat. If they really felt like these guys would be voting Republican, there'd be no way – that they'd be proposing this. It's just like 
you know, you take immigrants from south of the border, they know the, the one reason the border's wide open is because these are future Democrat voters. Now, people who migrate from uh, um, Cuba are potential Republican voters, and one of the things that Obama did, you know, used to be when a, a Cuban uh, put his foot on the earth, on the American soil, then they got refugee status. But if they were caught in the water, they were sent back to Cuba. And uh, Obama changed it to where even if they step foot on American soil, they're sent back to Cuba. Why? Because they vote Democrat. I mean, they vote Republican. You know, it's the law of averages. Now, in in principle or in concept, yeah, I think once a guy has paid his dues to society and done his time, he should be given a second chance to own a gun or vote. But I, that's not the reason that you know they're not principled people who are pushing this for the sake of principle. This is all about power. No, I, I don't disagree with you at all, and I, but I, I I do push back a little bit on the this assumption. I mean, I know the law of averages. I, I, I know that I understand how many black people are in jail in America, and blacks are most likely Democrats, so on and so forth. Um, I, I just feel like there's this big assumption that if, let's just say, I'm using round numbers here, that if we let 10,000 felons vote, they're all going to vote Democrat. I think, A, they're not, and B, how many are actually motivated to go to the polls and, and vote? I mean, yeah. how, how many, what's the net positive they, they get out of it, really? I mean, if you're, if you're looking on, you know, purely racial matters. I don't know these numbers off the top of my head, and maybe you do, but the I mean, white people, Caucasian people, are the majority of the country. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's the majority of who's in prison nationwide, but that are felons nationwide in terms of actual raw numbers. I, sure. would, I would assume that. I have to, I have to check We'd have looked that up, but I mean, I would that, assume that, that. That would go against the Democrat narrative if that's the case. I mean, I would assume, I just would, you know, I'll try to see if we can look it up real quick, but I yep. think that's probably um, probably true. Well, Consider well, just based on, like we were talking about yesterday, based on numbers. I mean, really? if you look at numbers. Let's, let's take a look at that. Hey, we're going to take a break real quick. Brother, appreciate your call. Thank you. Th- thank you. Uh huh. Great call. We'll be right back. We'll, uh, we'll have some data on uh, race demographics in jail or whatever. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, so let's just jump straight back into this topic. I'll do an ad read next segment. Um, So we got some numbers here, and we got Jerry on hold. We'll get to Jerry in just a second. Jerry, stay there. Uh, So... It, before the break, we were discussing the amount of blacks versus whites in jail and this assumption that if you let all felons vote, they're automatically going to vote, Demo- vote Democrat. I push back against that. I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I, I understand the argument, and I, I used to feel the same way. But kind of peel the onion back a little bit. I was like, I don't know about that. Plus, I, I have a lot of friends, white friends, that are conservative, that are also felons. Yeah, I say a lot. I mean, I probably count five or six off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You know, so just me personally in my day-to-day interactions, I don't find that to be true. Um, so the numbers we have the federal pri- in federal prisons, you've got 90,652 whites at 57.4%. Well, that tells you right now there's more whites than blacks in jail. Blacks, you got 60,841 at 38%. Um Native Americans, 4,100. Asians, 2,200. Don't know where the Hispanic number's at. Yeah, I mean, are they lumping that in with white? I don't know. Yeah, they, you know, say, they, are they lumping there. that in with white or what? But What's the other number you got from the somebody texted yeah, so, came in? Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, somebody texted in a second ago. We got some good, a little good stat here from Google. 
It says that mid-year 2021, about 49% of local jail inmates were white, mm. 35% were black, and 14% were Hispanic. Now, So that's a better number in terms of we're talking looking at state prisons, right, yeah. where most people go. Yeah. You know, state uh, jails yeah. and those kinds of things. So the uh, local jail, state prisons, what I mean. And um, so we're dealing with 49% are white, 35% are black, and 14% yeah. are Hispanic. Yeah. Is that the number? Which, again, it kind of goes what we're talking about. It makes sense. I mean, there's there's more white people in the country. Like, blacks are 12% of the population. That just that just makes sense that there was going to eventually, statistically, be more white people in jail. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll say for, to only be 12, 13% of the population, an awful lot of them are, yes, are in that, jail. Yes, that's a right but difference. That's, an, that's another absolutely that's another issue in and of itself. Sure, sure. But, you know, if we're just talking about felons, voting, mm-hmm. Etc. By race, by, right? Yeah. yeah. By, if we're just going to play the blacks or Democrats, white or Republicans game, which mm-hmm. we know that's not 100 percent right by no sure. means, but if we're just for the sake of arguing, um, I don't think that they just automatically all vote Democrat. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't seem like it would be. And I also don't necessarily know how many are civic minded enough to want to go vote. Yeah, I think I think that's a part of the equation too, mm-hmm. right? Let's take a call from Jerry. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, man. Um, think you probably it's not it's not votes. It's it's ballots. All they're really wanting is registered ballots because these people aren't voting. What I sent you early this morning, I know Sean, you know, and Sean, don't feel bad if, if uh, Kim calls you blue hair. I mean, you know, as long as it hangs on, man, it can turn purple. Kind of, <laughs> it's kind of, I guess it's from your blood being, you know, what is it, blue? What's that, a, a blue, pack blue or something that the Democrats do? You never know. So if, they have, if they have an extra 200,000 registered voters, they don't care if they vote because that's how many ballots or how many votes that they can do from those central stations like they did in Michigan that I sent you this morning. So, I mean, you can stand by and say, there's no voter fraud whatsoever. And every time we put it out and show you, well, that's, that's never been adjudicated to court. Oh, my God. Well, you can't go to court after 10 days. But when the police, the Michigan State Police have it and turn it over to the FBI, that they had over 100,000 ballots, fake ballots, registered, and had these little uh, call centers that were putting them together. What do you think they're doing with them, and what did the FBI do with it? Oh, wait, they put it in with that Hunter Biden laptop, didn't they, and held it for how long? <laughs> but, yeah, they don't care about it. It's not voting. It's how many ballots and registered voters because if you look at, oh, God, what's the place close to Batesville? Marks, Mississippi. At one time, Marks, Mississippi had 19,000 registered voters, but only like 6,000 residents. Imagine how many people voted all the time. About 16,000. Why? Well, because they had them registered. They could make the votes. Now, that's why you got to clean up and make, make people even. Even in Arizona, you can look at what Carrie Lake is doing. They found the ballots that were mailed in, and it'd be like me shining Sean's name, Cindy Hyde Smith. Well, they're saying, hey, that's a valid signature. You know, Sean voted, and that's what they did. It's, who, it's like Kim Way says, who counts the votes? If they got them registered, they put it through. They got Billy Bob, you know, blue hair that's running the little screener. Looks, looks like a good vote. Anyway, man, i just throwing out my two cents. Appreciate it, Jerry. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. Let's take another call real quick. Hey, hey, you're on there. So, to the last, I mean, just because you give the prisoners the right to vote doesn't mean that they're going to become registered voters. To the last caller's point, I mean, they're not just automatically becoming registered voters, so they just can't send the ballot out. And then to the next point, 
if the city has however many registered voters, those could have been people who moved away and still registered to vote in that area. I mean, I had a friend who didn't vote in Mississippi because he was still registered to vote in Virginia. So, I mean, I I just don't get where people are coming from with the voter fraud stuff. Well, I, I don't get it. I understand what Jerry was saying, but I, I, I'm I, I'm not even talking about it on that level. I'm just talking about from a sheer human rights, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, right, yeah. you know, I standpoint. Mean, I, uh, you know, I, I get all that, and we can get we can we can have that conversation. But my, I think Sean and I's whole point is just you should be able to get your voting rights back. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. My dad went to prison, and he was a felon, but now he has his right to vote. I mean, I agree with it. Yeah, I agree with the right to. I mean, uh, the gun thing is a different issue, but I mean, because I, I mean, regardless if if it was a non-violent crime i mean the victim it was violent in their mind i mean or i mean it caused some type of loss for the victim but it's just voting yes gun different different story i guess maybe but, uh, you know and i'm just throwing this out there just freehand in here maybe maybe guns on a case-by-case basis i don't know but yeah, I, I, I mean, think i think voting should be a given Oh yeah, because that's just uh, that's uh, your right as a citizen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean you got to pay yeah. taxes. You should be allowed to vote. Yeah, for, for damn sure. And they probably could call you and uh, up for the draft again too, regardless if you're a felon. If you get out, that's so, a that's a hell of a point right there. So yeah, you should definitely be able to uh, vote. Uh, determine who's going to draft you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, appreciate it, brother. Good show, guys. Uh, thanks. Yep. Uh, let's take one more call real quick. Cool. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, good morning. Hey, um, I, I'm just going to put my two cents in there. There's not really a solution because there are certain people I believe do now have should have the right to vote and own a gun. And then there's other felons that I think don't need to. But in my situation, my husband is a felon. He went to prison when he was 19 and again when he was 21 due to addiction. He was a registered MMA fighter the first time he went to prison, got in a fight, and is now a violent felon. And he cannot he cannot vote, he cannot own a gun, and he probably never will be able to. But he's also been sober a very long time. It's been over 10 years since he's been. He is a productive member of society. He works 60 hours a week. He takes care of his family and his children, and I feel like he has the right to be able to protect them with a weapon. So situations like that, that I feel like, yes, I feel like my husband should be able to have a gun. I like it. And I it. think that, I mean, I just, it's kind of insane to me. So you can't protect what you own. Yeah, what you can't protect your family. Because yeah. something you did 10 years ago. Yeah. Amber, great call tonight. Great call this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Beth. Mm-hmm. I love hearing real world. Yeah. I mean, that's a good example that she gave because it's like, look, here's this situation that's different. So maybe there shouldn't be hard and fast rules on this. Yeah. And you I, know. I got a family member uh, who texts in and she's just wildly offended. She, she's a felon. Mm-hmm. And she said she would do anything to get her voting rights back. I won't read the whole thing here. But she said to a, she said she would never, she would rather eat a bullet 
than to support a Democrat. Well, there you go. See, she's not going to vote Democrat. So, but I mean, you see all you these know, people calling Texas. It's kind of a wide net, you know. You know what's so great about this is that, like, this is an issue that impacts so many people yeah. that we're dealing with. And, and, and whether you're right or left, it's like, hey, man, I mean, I want to vote or I want to own a gun. Like, I did this, whatever happened. And it's something that, you know, I mean, we just, we're not, fo- we don't focus on enough because there, there does become political narratives out there. Yep. All right, let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day. Great show, guys. Great show. I love this topic. We may need to dedicate a whole show to it one day. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey, guys, get out to the Big Salad for lunch today. Did you know they do catering? That's right. The Big Salad is located right there in Dogwood Shopping Center, right across from Amerigo. Dogwood is in Flowood, and uh, they they do offer caterings. You can turn any of their specialty salads into a wrap, or you can just eat it as a salad. They also offer soup, smoothies, and sandwiches. You can check them out online, thebigsalad.com, or order online and get it delivered from Take a Break Deliveries. But hey, again, they do catering. You got a you got a, a lunch event. At your office today, need to feed 20, 30 people. All my car lot guys out there, you know, a lot of times the car lots will buy their salesman box lunches on Saturdays and stuff so they ain't got to leave. Consider the Big Salad. They'll get it over there to you. TheBigSalad.com. Sean, hell of a show. Yeah, that was fun. Sure. Turned in, talking about the election and turned to felons and voting rights. And I thought it was really cool, though, because there's so many people that, like you said, this impacts that it's something that we just don't. We don't talk about it. It becomes so politically polarizing, and it shouldn't be because, I mean, it, everybody's dealt with it or has got a family member that's dealt with it or something like that. Look, and, and, and circling back to Jerry's point, I, I understand all that, and I, and I 100% believe there's voter fraud, election theft, all that stuff, but I'm taking that off the table for this conversation. Mm-hmm. This is strictly a should a felon be able to get their rights back. Mm-hmm. I believe they should. Yeah, I mean, are we conducting a war on our own people, which is what we've done since I, I, at least the early 1970s? You know, and, and, the so- other, and the other call, I mean, I guarantee you, he made a great point about if we had a draft, I bet you they'd draft felons. Sure they would. I mean, Operation Human Shield. I mean, that's, yeah, they'd come up with, I mean, it's, well, you know, we haven't been in the Marines in the in the late 90s, like they, uh, when times are, you know, when they when they need people, they loosen the restrictions, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you can be a little heavier and get in. You can have, you know, like, forget about your asthma diagnosis or whatever it is. P- post 9-11, you know, I tried to get in before 9-11, and they wouldn't let me because I couldn't hear. Yeah, there you post go. Post 9-11, oh. I bet, I bet. They could have, oh, yeah, perfect hearing. Like Clay's going to Iraq. I 2020 mean, vision. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's the way it works. So, yeah, if they need people, you know, it's a, they're going to loosen that up for sure. All right, well, look, Sean will be back with me Friday, and we'll have some announcements starting next week concerning Sean and the show and some new sponsors. We're looking forward to that. And the podcast will be available here shortly. I believe it's Tuesday. Who is next? Mike Madison? I have lost track of our schedule here. But stay tuned. Don't change the channel. It's 103.9. Jameson should have a heck of a show, and Kim Wade will close us out. With his pride socks on. Yep. And remember, he's got them on. See you all tomorrow. (laughs) Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.